Come now, my darlings, and step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten before our minds became clouded and filled with rot. There was one, at least one in each and every clan. I'm laughing at EK. It's just the facial expression he got up, he made, and he and then went back on about his business. Hi, everybody. You are listening to Etherland Dreams. I am Lady Stars of Fire, and I'm here with Hill Hippie. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. Was EK <laughs> dancing back there, just grooving my music? <laughs> he was getting up, and he was messing with the board, and then he got back down and was doing something on the computer, and then got back up, and he was just all like, well, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> See that right there, uh, considering that was the first time and probably going to be the last time I ever compose any music in my entire life. At least one person grooved to it and did a little dance, a little jig. Come, you know what? That makes my life complete. Yeah, he had his own. He had his own. Oh, I agree. EK dances like nobody else. He had his own going with that. I'll give you that much. Definitely. Love you, EK. <laughs> yes, we love you. What do you say? What? Dance to the beat of my own drum. <laughs> then you would be fine in this very, uh, this <laughs> you, world. <laughs> you fit with us perfectly, then. Not a problem. <laughs> okay, everybody. Before we get into tonight's show, um, we are going to be talking about the moon phases. And I've been stating all weekend the advertisement for it that is kind of like magic and healing with the moon phases. But before I do get into that, last week I wasn't feeling too good. And I started using the computer with the show, and I was not overly thrilled with it. Thank you, guys. It is helpful, and it is it it, it does work out well, and I am thankful, and it does, it's good. I was just being a brat because I didn't feel good. Yeah, we know. <laughs> well, it's important for me to state that, even though, because I could be brash. I could be brash and just. I know that you like know you that. were. Yeah, exactly. But it's my way of showing gratitude, even though it's late. Hey, you know, I, I, I took no offense to it. I figured, you know, she ain't feeling well. Yeah, I, I can be a crabby ass whenever I'm not feeling well. I can be a downright fucking douche when <laughs> well, I'm not feeling well. I think well. we all have that ability. Yeah, but I was like, you know, that actually worked out really well, and, and I am thankful for it, and I like it. And now that I'm not being a bitch about it, let me say thank you. <laughs> So, thank you. Uh, you want to know something that'll really amuse you? <laughs> what? See how that mouse is glowing different colors? Uh-huh. You press the button up on the top, not the wheel, but the one right behind it, it changes the colors. Ha! <laughs> okay, I like that, too. But fair warning, each color is a different speed. Well, green's my thing. Okay, well, just remember, <laughs> it'll cycle through different mouse speeds. That's okay. I don't care. I, I, I like I like green. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, before we get into, well, now that we're all through that, uh, like I said, tonight's show is all about moon phases. Yeah, and... well, I just got to make a, a, a bit of a bitch here. I'm sorry. That's not your fault. It's the society we live in. Okay. In the last couple of minutes before the show started, I was trying to pull up some... Uh, you know, research material here for this. That way I'm not going into it as blind. Mm-hmm. And I just t- did a Google search for lunar magic. You know what the first three results were? <laughs> what? 
for a uh, level editor for Super Mario World. <laughs> three of them. <laughs> He's like, three. <laughs> that is kind of sad. Can you believe the shit? It's kind of sad. It really, really is. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. That was no help for you, dear. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. For some reason, my laptop's not on Google. It's on Yahoo. There's the problem. Fuck you, Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo, fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the moon phases. I should have did that different. Would you like to do it again? Fuck you. <laughs> that felt right. <laughs> you, get it, you got it out of your system now. <laughs> that felt right. It came through the pores. <laughs> howling at the moon to tell Yahoo to kiss my rear end. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that. That's lunar healing right there, baby. <laughs> I'm the first one to tell you. I have my days where <laughs> I will definitely yell at the moon. So, and and with with the wolf as one of my guides, <laughs> with the wolf as one of my guides, I definitely howl at the moon from time to time. But let me get into the show. Okay, first off, um, I'm gonna get into the moon faces and I'm gonna start talking about all of them. But I want to give you a little bit of idea about what the moon energy is. The moon itself speaks to us of illusion, of anxiety, of our insecurities, our fears, our shadow selves, our denials, our traumas, our uh, lack of direction, our intuition, as well as our subconscious. But the moon also, uh, sorry, the moon also is kind of like a water energy. So with that, it you need to also understand the water energy along with your psychic energy as well as like those shadow energies and those denials and, and stuff that comes with that. So it's, it's, it's a depth is what the moon speaks to you of. It's your emotional water healing energies, but it's also speaking to you of the depths that's farther deeper inside of you than what the moon is because it's I mean than what water is because it's dealing with our emotions as well the the water typically speaks of the west direction but it does speak to us of our emotions our intuition our psychic abilities our love our deep feelings our unconscious minds our fertility the tides run with the lunar with the lunar phases um our self-healing and our reflection so the moon and the water in general kind of come together into a a bigger depth like a, like deeper into the sea more or less when you get into healing and working with the moon in general you're taking on that water energy plus the moon's intuitions and the moon's other uh, information that it has, you know, getting into those insecurities, the, the fears, the shadows, the denials. Um, but it also deals with the illusion and the anxiety of all of that. So like I said, it's such, it gets so much deeper. So I wanted to comprehend first, you know, when we're getting into this energy, what that energy speaks to us about and where that is bringing us on our you know, as we move through the phases, because it's all of these energies combined. Now, this is where a lot of people go wrong. A lot of the people who, and I don't want to say like witches, because it's not just witches. Um, 
I mean, for for so long in ancient times, everybody followed, you know, through the moon. I mean, back in the ancient times, they would be like, you know, three moon, three three full moons away, you know, is when we're going to meet and do this or something. That was how they told time. So the moon energy was very much more, not powerful, but much more important to them than necessarily it is now. Many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bringing that up because today, most people who do deal with the moon energy kind of shorten it, and they're ripping off some of that energy and trying to push it into smaller phases. They typically say that there's four moon phases, when in truth, there's eight, okay? But typically, they want to say that there's the new moon, there's the waxing moon, there's the full moon, and then there's the whining moon. Now- The whining moon? Whining. Whining? Waning. Yeah. I always call it whining. <laughs> Why does it feel like it's bitching at you? I don't know. It's just the way it comes out of my mouth. I've been noticing. I was once big, and now I'm getting small. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it comes out of my mouth. Leave me alone. <laughs> Considering, you know, we've advertised it never comes out of your mouth in the past. And now you're just talking about it coming out your mouth. You need to find some middle ground here. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Now I mean, I'm, you all, know what you, I'm all hot and flushed. Now. You get all hot and flushed when you talk about it being in your mouth? Oh, God. I'm done talking. We're done talking to you. That's all there is to it. Okay. Hey, 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 you know it's bad when... I don't even have to chime in. The engineer is piping off. He's back there. You just both of you together. Just never mind. (laughs) All righty. Anyway, yeah, overall all that. (laughs) We have typically there is eight moon phases. There is the new moon. There is the crescent. There is the first quarter. There is the gibbous. There is the full moon. There is the discriminating moon. There is the last quarter, and then there is the balsamic. There's balsamic? Balsamic. Just like the vinaigrette. Uh, Okay, I was about to ask you to spell that, but you clarified. There's balsamic. I bet you that's good on croutons. But you realize there's a ninth... There's going to be a lot of emotions in that shit. (laughs) You realize there's a ninth moon you forgot. And what's that? My pale white ass. Again, and we're back to ignoring him. (laughs) Okay, but let me get into, forgive me, I'm still sick. Um, I'm going to kind of go over a little bit of what each one of these phases are, and then I'll break it down, but I'll break it back down to the four. Just because I won't have enough time to go over all eight you know, in more specific detail. So I will break it back down to the four, but I am going to go over what the eight moons are so that you can understand them better and then incorporate that into your life. Excuse me. Um, The new moon is all about new beginnings. It is the time for unlimited possibilities. It is about planting the seeds. It is the time to set your new intentions. It is the time for goals to goals and trying to see them clearly so that you can manifest them into your life. How will you grow what it is you're trying to grow in general? How are you going to grow? How are you going to plant this seed? How are you going to make these goals start to manifest? This is what you are looking at when the new moon comes. And what 
are you hoping to accomplish with that? These are what you are seeing when you're going through this time phrase. Now, it also speaks to you about resting in the knowledge that everything happens in the right way and at the right time. All is well in the beginning. And then we move into, I, I, I found this information in all different places, really. I've taken little bits and pieces of all the different information that I've learned versus, you know, places I've pulled it off of like Pinterest and whatnot. So I also have for each area, each each phase, there's a, a gemstone that goes with them from what I've found. And labdarite would be the one that would go with the new moon, which is great because it is about, you know, creating magic. Labdarite? Labdarite. Lab, now I can't say it at all. <laughs> I just repeated what you said. I know, but when I looked labdurite. at it. Labdarite? L-A-B-R-A-D-O-R-I-T-E. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, I was. I'm like, please tell me that I said it right, because <laughs> that's how I've pronounced it always. <laughs> okay. Uh, that doesn't mean it's been right. I uh, know. To be completely fair, it's really hard for me to get something phonetically correct just by somebody spelling the letters out to me, because I usually have to look at them and play with them in my head, and there's a whole little dance. You know, sometimes a little guy comes out with a top hat. And, Moving from side to side as, you know, bouncing on the uh, the different letters saying which syllables are what. Ding, 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 ding. That's fine. The way you said that, all I can think of is a little mushroom jumping around. <laughs> okay, it is a mushroom, but I wasn't trying to sound like I needed mental help. I do, but I'm trying not to admit it. We already know. Shit. <laughs> Continue. I mean, you're on this show, so I mean, what what did I hear the other day? We were all given a spark of madness, and you must not waste it. So, by all means, let your means let your little mushrooms dance around for you, dude. Phrasing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, ignoring him again. Now on to the second moon, which is the waxing crescent. It is fresh energy. It is about planning and preparing your goals. This is what happens after you started to set the goal. Now you're actually figuring out how to bring it into fruition. You want to focus on the details and how to bring that, you know, like I said, how you're going to bring the details into cre creating what it is. It is about action without a plan teaches you that that is wasted energy. So you must figure out how to accomplish your intentions here. <clears throat> um, and then quartz is going to go well with this energy for uh, the crescent moon. Now, when you have eight, when we're looking at the phases of the moon, typically everybody, like I said, wants to call it you know, four moons. They want to tell, say that there's the full moon, I mean the new moon, the waxing, the full, and then the waning. Whining, waning. Waning. Whining comes out of my mouth better. I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like to whine, huh? Okay. But, now, are we talking about the wine like <laughs> Lucy, Lucy, or are we talking about the wine chug, chug, chug? I'm not talking to you at all. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so, but what I'm getting at is is when, when you're looking at there being four phases of the moon, this gives that energy much more time to work. But when you're looking at eight 
phases of the moon, it's really only giving you about three to four days in each energy because it's going through the whole month. So typically, I think you typically see from the uh, new moon till the full moon, it's usually about 14, 15 days. 13, 14, 15 days. And each moon, which is what I typically call the uh, full moon, and the new moon is your main moons. But they all are equally important. Everybody has always heard that the full moon has three days. Well, when you look at it from this point of view with the moon phases having eight different phases, every one of them has approximately three to four days of that energy. And this is why I'm going into this, because when we go back into using all eight of them, you had the full, I mean, you had the new moon, which is, you know, coming up with your goals, coming up with what you would like to set out to make a new goal of, a new beginning, starting to bring something new into your life and how am I going to create it? Then you go into that waxing crescent, which is fresh energy. It's now, let me, now that I've made that decision, how am I going to start to bring this into life? How am I going to start to move forward? What are the details I need to evaluate to make this come so? So, like I said, it, it starts giving you a much tighter unit of when you need to start working with each one of these energies so that you can bring this forth into your life. <clears throat> now, this can be used as, you know, magical working or it can be used as healing. I mean, you have things in your life that you are always trying to go for. You are always trying to change. And what is it I heard once? Health is wealth. If you're not healthy and you don't have your mind in the right place, if your mind is ill, then you're not going to be able to have a healthy life anyway. So forget having wealth in your life because you're, it's health is wealth. I mean, you're, you want to work for what is what, it, what these goals are to help you learn how to move forward, no matter what it is you're trying to create. So it is healing in one form or another if you're using it to help you move forward and honestly get to the depths of stuff as you change and evolve. So it is helpful in this way. Now, like I said, now you come into um, the third moon, which is the first quarter. This is where you're no longer looking at the details of how am I going to create it. This is how the momentum of this moon is starting to pick up. It is all about taking action. The momentum has speeded up. It's time to start dealing with those challenges and what is arising from them. Time to take that inspired action, step forward, um, step forward and step towards your intu intuitions, your intentions with this and use your courage and your creativity as you start to move forward with the first quarter. So the first quarter is no longer about, you know, let me figure out what I want to do. It's time to actually start making that action come into fruition. The uh, gemstone that is going with that is carnelian. Then when I move down to, uh, playing with the mouse, sorry. Um, the waxing gibbous is speaking to us is when the moon is starting to come into a new form, obviously. It is the power of perfecting the alignment of that within that universe or the universe. It speaks to us of patience, of seeing what it is that we put that action into and where it is taking us. It speaks to us of, you know, where is this taking us in the future of our life so that we can learn what it is we need to edit, what it is we need to refine, what is it that is 
pushing us in the proper directions forward or not. This is refining the plans and shifting them into the direction as needed. We are learning to keep stepping forward, but we're stepping forward while we make the corrections. And the reason for this is because, like I said, as you start to set out that energy and that action from what you had designed of making or bringing to goals for new beginnings or changing in your life, you know, whether it's a job, maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, a relationship, who knows? It could be a million different things. It could be, you know, like I said, there's spells that could go with every single part of this. And there is magic that can go with every single part of this. But for me personally, I see life as magic. Every single day of your life is magic. And what are you spelling every single day of your life? That's the way I look at life. Every single day is a magical day. And are you what 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 spell are you creating your life to be? Because you screwed it up. You screwed up your own spell. You know, back in the day before I awoken awakened, had my awakening, I'd have called that a bunch of flower farting hippie crap, but she's right. That's exactly. I mean, like I said, this is why I don't teach spells. This is why I don't go over spells, because I mean, there's the people that are out there just for spell work because they like the way it sounds or they want to be the witch or they want to be the girls from the craft, from the movie, you know, whatever. I mean, there's... Why? That movie was horrible. There's just... Well, that's what I'm saying. Or they want to be the charmed ones from, you know, charmed. Oh, that's even worse. But that's what I'm saying. There's the girls out there who just want to be the witch because they think it's cool. Uh, here's the thing. If you just want to be the witch because you think it's cool... Dress up as a slutty witch on Halloween and don't mess with the arcane <laughs> fabric of the universe. And then there are the ones who it's part of your everyday daily life. And when you start to realize that every single day is magic and every single day and you're learning to step into those higher dimensions, you're really learning to work with magic on a whole new level. And you don't really even have to cast the spells. You just have to do the hard work of like working through the moon phases and understanding the healing that's going on with everything. As you move forward, the spell will create itself because you are the spell, honey. Pretty much. But you have to come to that understanding before you can get there. And... I mean, that's a phase that we all go through as we're starting to evolve. You have to learn that that's how this works. You can. There are people out there who cast spells, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for them because they haven't evolved yet. The ones who have evolved start to understand this. Okay, but as I was saying, when you're going through uh, number four, which is the waxing gibbous, it is speaking to you of seeing the patience of the future in your life. It is editing. It is refining. It is pushing forward and redirecting as needed. What goes with this energy is the smoky quartz. Then we hit the full moon. Now, the full moon is what most people, you hear everybody talk about the new moon and the full moon. The full moon is peaking in energies, more or less. This is when... People go nuts. Well, yeah, some do, but I mean, what it is is the full moon brings all of the bullshit to light. It's really what it does, is whether it's bringing wonderful, glorious shit, you know, that you are moving forward and you're seeing that shit, but wonderful, glorious things that are happening in your life, wonderful, and you're like, ah, oh, and you're starting to, shut up. <laughs> is that any, any way, shape, or form related to the glory dump? It could be. Do you know what the glory dump <laughs> no, is? No, and I don't need to. <laughs> I know. I, I, I bet you've had it. Coming out of your mind, it. I don't even want to go. 
But it's not out of my mind. It's out of everyone's asses. Yeah, but I still... I, mm-mm. Fine. If you don't want me to share that, I'm going to share this. You know, somewhere, every day, somewhere, somebody on the planet has the biggest poop on the planet. And, and they'll ne- and never And they'll never know that it was the biggest one. <laughs> see, this is what happens when I let your mind just go on its own. Oh, I'd like to see you try to stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well... It's not like I can, but I can go away. <laughs> Bye. I'm no, going to sit over here. I love you for who you are. I'm going to sit over here in the corner and play with the cobwebs. <laughs> Try living up there. No. I have a hard enough time living in my own head. Because God knows, I mean, you've heard some of the shit that comes out of my mind, so I really have no right to talk. <laughs> None at all. That's the pot calling the kettle black. That's what I'm saying. I have no right to talk at all because you know more about me than uh, pretty much anybody. As far as my (laughs) hoo-hoo. Not your hoo-hoo. I don't know not damn thing about your God-blessed hoo-hoo. I said in my head. Crazy. In my head. (laughs) With other land dreams, I think we need to make the phrasing button somewhere over here where I can just hit it. Phrasing! <laughs> yeah, I need access to it, like the big giant easy button, but one that just goes phrasing like that. He just gets up and smiles and is like, I'll push the button for you. <laughs> goes back to his life like, whatever. Is <laughs> like, that jackass talking against shit? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so the full moon is about peaking energies. It's when, you know, everything is brought to light, whether it's. You know, everything that's good in your life is starting to really see its new direction and it's starting to pay off and show its way. Or it shows everything that is not working. And typically, you've already seen what's not working by the full moon because that's actually what was going on in the moon before the full moon. That is what that was about. The waxing gibbous is about bringing all of that stuff to light. So by the full moon, on those three days within within that full moon, you can take that peaking energy, you can re-steer it, and you can start to make yourself unstoppable. This is where you find yourself coming into your power because you've seen what isn't working, and you can start to shift it and make it work for you as long as you can figure out what that direction needs to be. This is about when you should be expressing joy and gratitude. This is when you should be celebrating the wins that you do have and taking time to celebrate that, more or less. Um, Speaking about how far you have come since the new moon. And if you haven't come that far, it's just showing you what didn't work so that you can learn how to continue to set it forth so by the time you get to the balsamic, which is actually the same as the new moon, then you've learned and you start again. It's a cycle. The balsamic and the new moon are basically the same thing? Right. It goes all the way around. So is it called balsamic because it looks like somebody poured balsamic vinegar over top of that big round white cracker? Because it's black. You don't see the full, you don't see the new moon. You don't see the balsamic. Look. I just don't play into your jokes. I can see balsamic vinegar on my goddamn salad. I don't know where the hell you're coming from. It's not like it's the ninja. Well, it's not like there's a salad floating in the sky. I'm saying it it looks like it's the balsamic vinegar is getting poured over the big old round cracker. That's why you can't see it because there's balsamic vinaigrette over top of it. In a form, it, it washes off. So in a form, it would be cleaning. 
with balsamic vinaigrette. <laughs> hey! That's going to get sticky. But it's vinaigrette, which means there's vinegar. Aye. Which means there's cleansing. Which means there's rotting. Okay, I'm going to leave that one alone then. <laughs> It's all back to the fungus. Yep. <laughs> okay, so. Proud to be part of this rotting world. <laughs> well, you do need to rot. Yeah. Things have to be let go of. Things have to, the dead has to happen. Mm-hmm. The death has to happen in order for resurrection to continue. I agree. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so if I get into, um... The sixth one, it's the discriminating moon. It is waning gibbous. It is the harv. What? The discriminating moon? Right. <laughs> I'd like to take this time to say that uh, FXBG Public Radio, Other Land Dreams, uh, Hill Hippie, and Lady Stars and Fire do not contain uh, discrimination in any way, shape, or form. Man, I've just read it off something I got off of Pinterest and stuff, so don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's also known as the waning gibbous. It is the harvest benefits. It is just, it's telling you from that full moon, because you should have been celebrating the wins instead of just looking at the negatives. Of course, the, the, everything was brought to light prior to that full moon. So that when you had the full moon, you know about the new directions to start to set back out, redirect it, and bring it into its full circle. So you sh- should still be celebrating where you have come from where you began. So you're seeing it actually starting to move forward, or at least you're learning where it didn't so that you can start to move forward. This is a time of starting to harvest this energy. This is continuing to reap the benefits of your inspired actions. This is spending time in gratitude for what you see coming forward. This is about release, releasing, and releasing what's no longer services, no longer in service to you. I had to change the way I was about to phrase that. <laughs> Harvest all. And this is about what you are harvesting still and nurturing as you are bringing it forward. So this is supposed to be a very positive time, but it is still about release, surrender, and let go. So you, it, it doesn't happen necessarily right when the full moon happens. You do have to work into that energy because you're supposed to be expressing gratitude, but at the same time as you're expressing that gratitude, there is the release. There is the surrender, and just like he was saying, there is the death that must take place so that you can harvest what you are trying to create. Now, the uh, gemstone that goes with this is adventuring. Then you have um, the, and I don't have a color on the adventuring. It wasn't in the information that I was looking up, so I can't give you that. For me, typically that would be green, but that does not mean that's what would work for you. Now, um, the then you have the seventh quarter, which is still speaking to you about release and making the adjustments. But this also speaks to you about transition of forgiveness. This is about acknowledging what did not work in that cycle. As you realize what it is you have to let go of, this is when you're actually truly, I know, but there's more than one kind of adventuring. Um, 
But this is when you're learning to truly let it go. This is acknowledging what didn't work within that cycle. It is releasing what is no longer serve in serving you. I'm gonna fix my mouth one day. <laughs> Every day, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Every day I become wiser and I make positive changes in my life. That's what this energy is about. Don't even go there. We're just gonna ignore that. <laughs> at, at this point, there's been so many. It's just become low hanging fruit. I don't mean for it to be that way. Hey, your uh, camera froze. Oh no! I'm just letting you know. Um, but anyway, like I said, this is where the forgiveness actually takes place. This is where the transition of that forgiveness actually takes place. You, when the full moon comes, is everybody always talks about doing the release, doing the release, you know, rituals of what doesn't serve you anymore. Yes, you're, you have to do those rituals. You have to let that go. But just because I said I don't care about it anymore or because I let it go doesn't mean it's gone just like that. You have to work through that energy. And this is what I'm speaking about. You have to let that energy actually, you know, sift out of you, so to speak. And as you are getting there, it's about realizing that it's okay that you are releasing that because as you are doing it, you're realizing you're becoming wiser. You're making positive changes within your life. And this is what makes it a good thing. What goes with this gemstone is lapis. I mean, what goes with this uh, quarter, the, that, se that second quarter is lapis. Then we have the balsamic moon, which is also the wa waning crescent. It is where you actually surrender and you surrender, but this is surrender, rest, reflect, and restore. This is a time of mirroring in a form. It's reflecting off of what you have seen in your life, learning from it, and surrendering to what is above you, what you cannot handle. What Not what you cannot handle, but what is more than you. What you need to, you know, understand has to be surrendered because some things are above you more than what you can handle and as you start to reflect in this energy you mature and you grow so you're restoring yourself and this is a time of rest after all of the hard work that you've had because the balsamic moon is coming into the very energies of that new moon where they come together. So as you are surrendering again, you are reflecting again, you are resting and letting go of all of the hard work you've done. You are also taking that reflection energy and you are making new goals all over again. You are taking that opportunity to grow and start to start that new moon all over again with that same energy and you move forward this is basically what all of those cycles break down to now hold on because i'm trying to get back to where i want to go next which is uh, there yeah it's right there i just had to click on it <laughs> i'm still learning this computer he made they made this computer just for me because i'm 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 difficult <laughs> and, okay. Well, I'm saying they made it for me so that I can do things the way I do things because I'm stubborn. And with my dyslexia and shit, I work off of images more than like, you know, like I, like from stuff you're reading. I just 
pull out specific images to send me through all my information. So I'm that's why I'm extra thankful for the guys trying to help me out with this because they made it work with my dyslexia so that it works for me and is better for me than most people use of computers. Well, so. I, I tell you what, the way that you sent me the information this week was a hell of a lot better than what I got last week. Well, I, I, like I said, I got my shit better together. I was last week. Okay, anyway. So, the new moon speaks to us as far as spell work would go. I'm just going to run down what that information would be. It would talk to you, obviously, about new beginnings, new projects, rejuvenation spells, beauty spells, health spells, um, personal improvement, new employment, banishment, and money. So, it gives you an idea of what you could use that energy for if you do spell work. Now, um, it also speaks to us of the body in general. You, When you're in the new moon, you may find that... Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to move my stuff around. You may find that you sleep less. The, moon, the new moon phases tend to make you rise early because it's a time for new beginnings and new goals. So your sleeping may be out of the ordinary. Your appetite may tend to increase as well. And you may find that you have extra sprouts of energy, so to speak. Um, your mind may have sudden developments of new ideas during this time. It's because your body actually works with the with the moon phases in ways that you don't really understand. Just like the like I said, the tides work with the moon phases. So do you. You have water inside of you, but we don't necessarily typically understand that or comprehend that in our everyday life as we work through these phases. <laughs> so you may find that your mind starts being more creative at this time. You start writing more stuff. You might be painting. You might be planning. You might be <clears throat> more inspired than you normally are. And that's because your mind is built in to work with that energy. Now, your emotions, you may feel more shy and sensitive about things. Um, it is a good time to stay away from the crowds because you are focusing on yourself and what it is that you truly desire as you're trying to move forward. You also will find this is a time for you to find calmness and find balance and bring that energy in for acceptance for yourself so that you are able to accomplish what it is you're wishing to accomplish at this time. This happens naturally. Most people don't realize this, but this is part of what's going on with you at that time. Now, um, hold on. La, 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 la. Wrong. La, 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 la. Uh, new, uh, during the new moon, you tend to visualize more. You visualize what it is that you wish um, to create. You tend to um, re release and receive different information. Um, I'm going to have to go over the rest of this or just put it up on uh, Other Lynn Dreams because I've got too much to actually go back in and speak of. So what I'm going to do is just get back out and I'm going to pull out something from the full moon really fast because that's what most people are going to be after anyway. And let me just find what it is I'm looking for. Uh, wrong. As she's doing that, I'll take this uh, opportunity to remind everyone to uh, like, share, and subscribe to Otherland Dreams. Uh, best way you can let us know that we're doing a good job is to uh, share us with your friends. Tell them about us. Uh, have them uh, 
subscribe to us if you like us. Uh, you can always uh, message Lady Stars and Fire at her personal website, www.ladystarsandfire.com, or you can email me, hillhippie, at fxbgpr.com. Okay, we have also most people when they're looking at the full moon, they're going to get into healing. They're going to get in protection, charging all of your tools and your crystals and so to speak like that. They get into their dream work, their prophecy, the divinations in general, drawing of energy and raising their awareness along with, and I want to say this, I'm going to take the moment to say it. There's a lot of people who will get into the drawing down of the moon. Now, I don't have time to get into that much about it, but the drawing down of the moon is bringing that energy into you. And you don't have to be part of a coven or part of witchcraft or anything. If you are more connected to everything that is going on with you, you tend to just, just like I was saying, the moon works with us in general of everything that we are doing. So when you're in that full moon energy, if you catch yourself staring at the moon and really just feel like you're bringing it into you and pulling that energy in, you are having a connection with the goddess at that moment. But I will tell you, if you are actually truly drawing down the moon, you don't need rituals to do it. You just need to be in that energy that will allow you to do it. But I promise you, Gaia will keep you up for over 24 hours. Are you ready for Solar Ham? Yep. Yay, go into it. All right, uh, forecast, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's out there. As <laughs> on the 16th, uh, Solar Ham itself actually made a post saying, quiet times in the sun with nothing of interest to report. The visible disk has now been void of visible sunspots for over two weeks. Geomagnetic activity is also at quiet levels with no geomagnetic storming in the forecast. And that's it. That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, until the sun, uh, the uh, solar activity starts rising back up with this uh, solar maximum we're going into in the start of the solar cycle, it's going to be like that quite a bit. Alrighty then. <laughs> As we get into this week in astrology, before I even get into this week in astrology, I have Spirit giving me um, the Devil card over and over and over and over again. Just in general, it's what's coming with the energy. Um, I am being told who more or less cleanse your memory in general and understand that the holiest of holies is in you. And that's the most important thing that you can understand because the devil card is coming in in temptation and passion. And there's nothing wrong with temptation and there's nothing wrong with passion unless you're allowing them to stir you into a negative way. Only you know if you're allowing that temptation to take you in a negative way. So this is why Spirit was giving me understand the holiest of holies is in you. Either you create the good or you bring out the bad. That's up to you. What just happened there? I don't know, but it took the the smart-ass comment I was about to make right out of my head. <laughs> well, he was looking at me all like, like he was about to just say some kind of shit. And then all of a sudden he like... Jump. So I was like, what was that about? Okay, but with with that being said, um, and, and it kind of goes with what the astrology is for the week, and that's why I went ahead and I gave you what Spirit has given me. You have the full moon, which is happening on today when I'm when we're doing the show, which is the 19th. Now, everybody in the world that deals with astrology has all been saying that the full moon was taking place in Virgo. That's not entirely true. The full moon was in a void, of course, from Leo until Vir Leo and going into Virgo all day long. It did not actually enter Virgo until about 9.40 at night. So for most of the day, it was actually in Leo, which 
did deal with compassion, drama, and pride. But after, you know, like 9.30, we're starting to move into that detail-oriented energy that comes with Virgo. And this is definitely being fueled by the energies right now that is coming out of where Chiron just moved. And, and that, like I said, I've been saying for a couple weeks now that, you know, once Chiron moved into Aries with Uranus and Eris, it was going to be bringing up a whole new energy and that energy is shifting. And that's also where the horns are coming from that work with that, uh, with that, uh, uh, uh devil card of, tarot because the horns are coming in because we're that energy is going to be moving with that energy that is going on with Uranus and Aries and this is a very fat very fire powered energy right now but this full moon is gone from dramatic and emotional and prideful and is starting to move us in the next day or two into the directions of what it is we need to correct or where it is we wish to steer ourselves Virgo is what I like to call the lie detector. Virgo is eh, Virgo is considered the virgin also. And put it this way, the way I see Virgo is there's the people who are like, I can go from A to D and I can skip B and C. Virgo cannot skip B and C. They, they have to do those things. Otherwise, shit just doesn't work out. They're the organizer. They also deal with your health. And they also deal with your diet. So this is the time of organizing, troubleshooting, and figuring out what that full moon was talking to you about with all of these energies that has been happening prior to this full moon so that you can work just like we were talking about through the rest of these moon phases. Now, Venus is... Con oh, sorry, before I get into that. Chiron did move on the 18th. It's now in Aries. It is there, like I said, with Uranus and with Eris. But the sun also moved into Pisces. This is definitely changing the energy of Pisces altogether because this is your core energy. This is your illumination energy. This is your shine energy. And it's in your secrets. It's in your denials. It's in the magic of illusion of what isn't really real right now. So you could really be a little confused at what is real and what is not and how you are being viewed and and what is and what you're not being viewed as as well. Neptune and Neptune and Pisces just can really influence this in weird ways, but I'll get back to that in a minute. All week long, Capricorn is a very powerful idea right now. You have Venus which is conjuncting both Pluto and Saturn, which more or less means Venus is sandwiched in between the two more or less. She's going from speaking to Saturn and then just kind of moving across in Capricorn over to Pluto. Now, Venus is not your, Venus is, has nothing to do with love. She can create the ability to get love. She can create how you can, you can speak to people, how you can communicate with people and and make that in, in a very passionate way, yes. But she is your sensitivities. She speaks to your your mind, your body, your heart, and your soul, as well as your physical body. Venus tells you what you do like, why you like it, what you don't like, and why you don't. She tells you what it hurts and why it hurt you. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. So Venus is telling you everything that you need to know from your physical body to your emotional depths. Okay? And she's speaking to... 
Capricorn energy, which is all about the foundation that you're trying to create in the outer community and if it's working or not. And within that energy, what is it that those rules, walls, and boundaries that you've created why aren't they working and are, are they working? Because Venus is going to make it very uncomfortable for you if they're not working. Those rules, walls, and boundaries are going to fall and collapse on you if they are not working. And if they are, then it's telling you how to continue to strengthen it. Venus will make sure to bring this out. She's also going to go from speaking to Saturn this week and then speaking to Pluto. So Pluto is death, decay, and destruction for renewal, rebirth, and regeneration. This is change, and she's going to be teaching Pluto what changes need to be made, all according to that conversation she has with Saturn about what those rules, walls, and boundaries are. Again, this has to do with your outer community. This has to do with your jobs. This has to do with your jobs, your careers. It is also is politics. This has to do with your friends and your groups as well. Anything that is in the outer world of your life. She has got a lot of energy going on. But you do have a lot of opportunities coming in this week because there is a lot of sextiles. You do have, excuse me, you have Jupiter, which is in Sagittarius still. And don't forget, you have Mercury getting ready to go direct in a couple weeks, which means your inner communication is getting ready to start only talking to you. I think it goes um, like on March 7th. So you have a few weeks less left of this you know, dissecting all of this information before you go into overdrive and communication with yourself. And this is why this is important. It's important for you to learn this info now. But like I said, you have positive opportunities right now. Jupiter is in Sagittarius. This is your higher self speaking to your soul self. I mean, your higher self is speaking to your soul about what it is that you need to be getting or doing in order to bring your authentic self more out uh, to help you get to where you really wish to go. Jupiter is abundance. It is the higher knowledge of what only your higher self knows. And it is speaking to Lilith in Aquarius. Now that is a very powerful energy. Lilith is your biggest feminist of them all, but she is also, I know exactly what I want, I know exactly what I need, and I don't need you telling me anything about it any other way, because I know what I want. That's Lilith. Lilith is very egotistical, because she's very, you know, very much stuck in the ego. That's just what Lilith is. But she is a very passionate and powerful ally for giving you the strength to stand up for yourself and allow your soul self to come up because we are talking about both Sagittarius and Aquarius. Aquarius is always the king that is rising, more or less. He's not quite made it there, but he's always the king that is rising for the better and newer tomorrow. So Lilith in this energy is helping you build that energy that you need for that better tomorrow and helping you to have the balls to do it. Now, Mercury and Neptune is in Pisces. The sun isn't anywhere near it at this time other than it is still fusing in that house. So you have your inner communication talking with your inner magic. And this brings in a lot of illusion and inner communication with that illusion to yourself right now. This is not necessarily the most positive of things because you may want to believe and shine in different directions of what you really truly are. 
And you may have to really sift through and learn those things because it is speaking to that conjunction of what's going on between Venus and Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn. So your, your rules, your walls, your boundaries and the changes that must be made in that outer community may be getting an illusion that is not true. Your, your communication needs to be on point this week. You need to make sure that you are truly digging deep into what it is and that you don't want to let your word vomit fly out of you because you may be creating something you did not wish to. But this is a positive energy. So as long as you are moving yourself and the intuition soulfully about the changes you need to make instead of staying in what's comfortable, then this should be be bringing up opportunities for you. Like I said, this is all about moving forward and making changes, setting new boundaries, setting new, you know, directions within this. Where where did it not work and learning from those mistakes? As long as you're staying in that idea, the opportunity should come. Then you have Vista, which is also in that 12th house, which is sextiling Uranus and Mars. Now, Mars is now in Taurus. Mars is no longer in... Uh, Aries, it's already just more or less trampled right over top of Uranus and moved into its, I kind of want to be lazy about stuff now, is where Mars is. Mars has jumped into this, but Taurus likes to, you know, likes the luxury of things. I like to enjoy and I, I want, can you just you know, think like Egyptian time. Can you fan me with the great big fan and give me some fruit and I don't really want to have to do anything? This is kind of where your warrior is right now. Your warrior has gotten to where, dude, I just did all this work as I ran through, as I ran through Aries. I just did so much work and you know, I need a freaking break. <laughs> it's basically where your warrior is right now. Your passion, your action, your aggression is starting to slow down. But that can be a positive thing as long as you use it in focus. If you use it in focus to understand where you need this new moon phase, I mean, these full moon phases to redirect you, then you're using that Mars energy in a positive way. Because remember, Uranus is sitting right on top of, um, right on top of, uh, 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 Iris, which is asking you to not point fingers and take responsibility for your actions as you move forward, because it's all about independence, individuality, uniqueness, and freedom. And Chiron is now in here. The wounded healer is speaking to you about what you have to step up to the plate about in order to get that freedom and that independence that you're really wanting to create. But you need Mars, you need Mars to start, redirect you and help you to understand by actually viewing things. He doesn't need to be so passionate and into it all at this moment. He just needs to view it and set you in the right direction. Am I out of time? No. Okay. I wasn't sure because of that. Because it looked like I was. So that's why I was asking. But nope. it should be, I mean, this is still a positive energy. It's just make sure that you use that passion in redirection, not in lazy, let me get out of what I should be doing and let me go after what's just comfortable because I want what I want and I want it right now because it's not going to work for you. You need to keep it in the direction of what you truly want, even though you're pampering yourself. That's really what you're going to be finding. Yeah, uh, which... Heavenly body is this? Mars. 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 Let go of your entitlement. 
<laughs> well, that's basically what I'm, I mean, because like Mars just came out of its most powerful position, and that's why it's this way. Uranus is about to follow it in a couple weeks. And like you said, so I'm just it, seeing the horns. I'm seeing the horns battling. So has Mars earned it? Mars has earned it, but okay. <laughs> Mars has earned it, but Uranus is not going to give it up that easily. Uh, it's always a good thing that <laughs> the ass doesn't give it up easy. <laughs> Okay. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you also have the North Node in Cancer, which is harmonious with the Nep with Neptune and Mercury. So this is speaking about what you have to learn about your karmic energies, about what is the karmic home that can you cannot get rid of. You can't get away from the the soul that is you. It lives inside of you. So your karmic energies is speaking to Neptune and Mercury and it is also getting along with Chiron and Aries so it's helping you see something that you have not seen about yourself before starting to see yourself in a new light and understanding that may not exactly be the best light but the point is is it's showing you what has to be healed what has to be changed what will help redirect you in a positive way by making the change. So it is a positive change that's moving you in a better direction. But like I said, a lot of times when things are coming in positive ways that move you in better directions, it's not always the most comfortable of things the way that the universe does it. However, we do have a few challenges. The North Node is not getting along with Pluto, Saturn, and Venus. So... Whatever it is that your karmic self is trying to teach you, the karmic home of who and what you are and the roots that created you to be who you are is going to be fighting all of this energy. It is not going to be comfortable with this change. It is going to fight you every step of the way. And it's also not getting along with Uranus or Eris. It is going to point fingers. Uh, it's, you know, the I'm the way I am because this person did me ugly. No. It's time to step up and and I wouldn't say own your uh, own the bad things that you've done or the things that haven't been wonderful that you've done, but you've at least to take on the responsibility of what you've done and then start to make the corrections. Just because somebody else did you ugly doesn't give you a right to go out and continue to be ugly. More or less. And this is what I'm saying. You want independence. You want individuality. You want uniqueness. You want to create your freedom. Well, you're not going to get it by pointing fingers at somebody else for the way you act. That's what this is about. And in order to do that, there's rules, walls, and boundaries that are going to have to shift so those changes can be made. And that might have to do with being inside of you. Now, you also have Jupiter, which is not getting along with Mercury or Neptune. So this is illusion coming from your higher self, thinking maybe that you're a little bit more important than you are, or thinking, you know, this is your higher self getting a little bit crazy on this magical energy that's coming out of Neptune and what's been behind. Maybe you're remembering nostalgia and it's not exactly what it really truly was. You've created it to be something different. Anyway, I'm helping you to understand what you need to know as you move forward. You do have a T-square on on Wednesday, which is the moon in Virgo still. is talking to Mercury and Neptune as well as Jupiter. So this is helping you sift through those emotional depths and what is true, what is not, so that you can move on in a more positive way. On 
Thursday, the moon is then going to be in Libra, and it is not getting along with Chiron. Libra is all about, how can I get some freaking harmony here? That's all Libra wants. Libra wants harmony and balance, and Chiron is not giving it up. Chiron is saying, this is why you're not getting this harmony and balance. And it's going to make situations within those relationships difficult. It's going to point out those areas that are not working. That's what Chiron is. He's the wounded healer. Jumping into that emotional depth within the relationships and pointing out the changes that have to happen. Now, you also have on... Um, on Friday, the moon is in Libra and is getting along great with Lilith and that egotistical energy, but it is going to be fighting again Pluto, Saturn, and Venus. Like I said, this whole week is going to be given up to Venus, Pluto, and Saturn. That sensitivity and the rules, the walls, and the boundaries that need to shift for the changes to come forward. If you're comfortable with the way your life is because you don't want to make changes, then that's exactly where you'll stay. Venus is pushing on all of these buttons to see if you will make the new changes and create new boundaries and shift them the way that they need to in order for this new movement to come forward within your life. I love you all, and I'll see you guys next week. May all your journeys be safe ones. Every class.